Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to titanium sponsor, Mechanic Desk and gold sponsor, Podium. We're really excited today to bring you something new. It's JFDI, a coaching masterclass for the brave. So you can enjoy Rachel's tips and strategies from the comfort of your lounge room and hear about mistakes that other people are making in the biz. Rachel, many of the auto repair shop owners we discuss seem like they go around in circles. Is that because they have no plan? Yes, Mel. A lot of the time, they absolutely have no plan. And uh, of the thousands uh, of technician owners uh, of workshops that we speak to, it really does seem to be a feature that they don't create the time to make a business plan for their business. And Even those that do create a plan, uh, maybe back in the start, they do it once, they look at it, they pat themselves on the back and think (laughs) that's a great plan. The plan sits on their desk, maybe for in prime position for about a week, (laughs) then it gets some stuff put on top of it, then it gets shuffled (laughs) to another part of the desk, then it goes in the drawer and then that effectively is the death of that plan. Don't feel bad if you're out there and you've done that because I know heaps of people in business and I'm sure they've done exactly the same thing. So how do we prevent getting in this spot of bother, Rachel? Well, one of the features of our high-level accountability and coaching program the engine room, is that we are redrawing our plans every 90 days. And while you can implement that into uh, your business of, of your own accord, of course, the thing to really get set in your mind is that you need to create both the time and the space to plan. So many uh, shop owners will neglect to do that because they tell themselves the story that they are so busy. How could they possibly get that time set aside? So even when they get to the weekend, they think and, you know, understandably feel exhausted and they don't want to sit down, you know, over two or three hours and nut out a plan. So what you need to do is you actually need to build it into your workday, make it an appointment in your calendar that you are having a half day and either yourself or yourself and your business partner are going to to start the planning process. So the first thing is uh, making an appointment, create the time and the space, and then set some positive intention around it. So this is not a chore. Planning is great fun if you do it correctly. Okay, cool. So how do we make it fun apart from beer and a schnitzel? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they can be nice enticements uh, in order to get everybody else excited about it. But, uh, you know, if we're using um, external rewards as a motivating factor, just to do the plan, I I think we might miss the point, especially if you're the owners. If you can only get yourself to plan because you promised yourself beer and schnitzel afterwards, (laughs) then we've probably got bigger problems. But Start a hairdressing salon instead. Yes. (laughs) But what what you can do to get more a more meaningful plan and a plan that has a bigger impact is actually involve key members of your team. So if you've got a larger team, uh, you know, five plus, then maybe you involve your key leaders, maybe you've got a leading hand, maybe you've got a foreman, a service advisor that you want to bring into the planning process to get their perspective because they're going to see things that 
uh, you will not see in the business. And in that regard, their feedback can be invaluable. So do we bring different people in for different parts of the process, Rachel? Over time, yes. So to start with, uh, while you get the hang of the planning process, and we use a very particular style of planning uh, with our clients, but to give it a go, you know, you could um, Google some options online and just start with something, something that has you working towards three to five goals for the business in the future. As you get better at it, then maybe bring in those uh, key team members so that you're getting a bigger perspective and more vision over the business. Avoid mistakes others are making and take your auto repair shop to the next level. To reach out, email admin at workshopwhisperer.com with the subject Workshop Whispers and we'll answer your question in our next Workshop Whispers episode. What would be some good goals to start off with, Rachel, if you have no idea? They should be uh, reflective around your numbers, first of all. So uh, we don't need a goal necessarily to double turnover or anything like that. Uh, What we want to work on... Take over the world, goal number one. (laughs) What we want to work on, first of all, is producing a better profit result with the numbers that you already have. So the income that's already coming to you without doing any extra marketing, we want a better net profit result. We want to make sure that we're getting the margin we want, not the one that we just get when we don't pay any attention to how we're pricing. So uh, have some a net profit goal and, uh, and definitely a gross profit goal and uh, obviously keeping your expenses as lean as possible. So that's one thing is around your numbers. The next goal might be uh, you might be a team member down needing to replace a technician or you want to hire a service advisor. So set a positive goal around um, having a skilled person in that role that will fit your culture of your business. Um, We always when we're planning with our clients, remind them to set positive intention around it because it's nothing just to write hire a new technician because there are thousands of technicians out there on the market, but many of those thousands aren't the type of person that you'd want to employ in your business. So yeah, you've got to be very crystal clear. And you've talked a lot on the podcast about writing intention around the role as well, what the person's going to look like, what the cultural fit will be, yeah, all that the, sort of stuff. what the values are that you yep. want them to match. You've got to be very specific. So some thought needs to go into a goal like that. One of the uh, the biggest goals should be around your role in the business and uh, how much of a lifestyle you get to enjoy. So <laughs> if you're currently doing 50 to 60 hours a week. Getting messages all the time from employees, yeah, for example. Yeah, yeah all of that stuff. After hours. Uh, puts you on the clock instead of switched off. Yeah, right. So you need to um, design what you want your life to be and then make the business provide it, not flog yourself at work and have very little left over to devote to your lifestyle and your family. Rachel, would you have many suggestions or any suggestions around how to create those boundaries with your employees but still let them know that you are there for them? It obviously all comes through great communication and um, we're huge advocates, uh, as many of you will have heard me say before, of using something called a feedback forum, uh, also known as a performance review with your team members because it's in those discussions that you can really get these messages across. You can also be doing it in your toolbox meetings of a morning or just one-on-one as little things pop up. You know, maybe you've got an apprentice that kind of texts you after hours all the time and uh, rather than, you know, reinforcing that behaviour by replying all the time after hours, you need to not reply and then the next day say, hey, mate, you know how you knock off at five? Well, so do we and we really need that downtime. So 
uh, unless it's an absolute emergency, let's keep the communication going during work time. Uh, same on the weekends, um, you know, and sometimes we have to even uh, at the Workshop Whisperer just gently nudge our, our clients sort of back inside reasonable hours. Otherwise, yes. we'll be on seven days a week because we could coach seven days a week, but we, yeah. but we can't <laughs> yes. because we need uh, a downtime and, and that's the same for the, the shop owner as well. Yeah, and most of us have families and all sorts of, you know, other passions and things and if you don't keep um, a balanced life, it can lead to problems for your business too, can't it? Yeah, definitely. Burnout's a very real thing for many, many uh, shop owners. Really, is it? Oh, absolutely. Uh, When you think of the hours that the guys will put in, especially because if they're a technician or two down, they'll normally jump back on the tools full time. They're the ones uh, who are the A-tech, as we call it. they the got the biggest skill set and the biggest range of experience. And if there's work there and it's got to get out, they're the ones to stay there and do it. So you can only do those kind of 50 to 60-hour weeks for so long as well as manage the stress of the operating side of the business, yeah, so all the financials and, uh, and things like that. So, no, I... I've spoken to many, many guys and um, and sometimes uh, their wives as well who are at burnout. Join our free Facebook group, Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop, and join in on the conversation with auto repair shop owners just like you globally. You have a program uh, encouraging people to get down to a four-day work week. Is that right? It's part of our engine room program, yes. So, I mean, myself, I've been doing a four-day work week since 2016. Wow. So It's amazing. Um, I don't work Mondays. And, uh, you know, at the time when I, uh, when I started doing it, so you're practicing what you preach, but you do work super hard. So I work super smart, I think. Um, like well, I can get a lot done in a short period of time and I'm not one of those people that can sit at a desk or stand at a counter uh, for eight hours in a row. Yeah. I work in sprints and that's what we encourage our, our clients to do as well. So we've helped that many clients now transition to a lifestyle business that we've actually, you know, trademarked the term, the four-day work week by Workshop Whisperer, because what we're able to help them with in that regard has become a system, like many of our other systems, like our financial system that we use uh, as well. And uh, it's repeatable. So we know exactly what to help the uh, shop owner with in order for them to achieve the lifestyle they want. And many of uh, our clients love their business, but what they really want is to be able to uh, choose if they go in or not. Yeah. And many of them like to go in, uh, you know, two to four days a week. So we help them set that up so that the business can run without them because you can't just walk out uh, unless you've got the systems in place. Take a smoke out and review us on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen. Thank you so much for your coaching masterclass today. And for anyone listening, we have a copy of Rachel's book to give away. If you're fast enough, they might go quickly, but do your best. It's called Turbocharged, how to take your auto repair business from survival to success. Now, all you need to do is rate and review the podcast wherever you listen and then send us a DM on Instagram or message us on Facebook to 
tell us you've done so and share us to your stories if you're feeling extra loving. Now, Rachel has a little bit of the book to share with you now, just to give you a taste test. So this is from Chapter 4, Mel, uh, which is called Cash Flow Revolution. And cash flow is a measure of money flowing in and out of your business at any given time. In an ideal business cycle, you'll always have more cash flowing in than flowing out. That means having positive cash flow, you're making a profit. Yay! And that's what we all seek to do. Also, if you haven't joined Rachel's free Facebook group, do that now. What's it called, Rach? It's called Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop. Yep. And if you have a question that you want Rachel to answer, all you need to do is email her with the question. Yes, and the subject line, Workshop Whispers, put your question in uh, the body of the email and email it to us at admin at workshopwhisperer.com. Thank you so much for hanging out today and have a great week. Thanks for listening to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning Workshop Whisperer podcast, as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to Titanium Sponsor, Mechanic Desk and Gold Sponsor, Podium.